happening my brother what's going on man (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm down here i've been traveling all over uh the eastern side of the united states Mm -hmm. i'm in florida now and i'm on vacation awesome yeah but i'm still here you guys took the same road trip that we did just a few months ago yeah yeah Yeah. like you inspired us yeah um yep uh Took the girls and the wife down uh, down the road here. Yeah, from Ohio to Florida, we mm-hmm. drove down here uh, to what the heck is it? It's close to Seaside, mm-hmm. Seagrove. We're in Seagrove, Seagrove Beach, thirty A yeah. area. Yeah, we're in the thirty A. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, we just made it this morning. Awesome. How's yeah. drive down? Pretty good. Um, did you guys stop or did you just plow through the whole thing? <laughs> well, the first, it took like, uh, it took like four hours to get to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we stopped. Yep. I know we stopped. It should take like two and a half, but we mm-hmm. stopped three times in the first, uh, yeah, well, it got a slow start, but yeah. that's fine. Uh, traveling with kids and, four, uh, four hours every- from your house to Kentucky is not too bad. <laughs> two uh we have a five-year-old and a three-year-old and i also mm-hmm. have a very pregnant wife mm-hmm. so if you can imagine yeah the bathroom stops just whew, it's a tough start but yeah yep and uh yeah i also had to stop at AutoZone. so that the other to my wife the other stops like didn't matter but when i had yeah. to stop at AutoZone to put a little bit of oil in the car like mm-hmm. that was the dumbest thing i could do right <laughs> oh yeah why would you do that it's like it's like driving around on a flat tire why would you do that <laughs> no yeah that's what i was like i was like really you're gonna yell at me for for wanting to put some oil in the car like <laughs> you want to get there right <laughs> so we took off and uh you know i i checked the oil like you know, at the gas station that morning. I, I should have done it the night before. Whatever. I didn't. And uh it was, you know, it was just on the low end, like the low end of uh right above the ad, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of bothered me a little bit, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We stopped for three hours and I dumped I gave it a little dash. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to get it up in those pristine levels. Yeah, make it feel good. Yeah, it made me feel good. It made me feel I felt I was feeling horrible the first yeah. four hours because I knew like <laughs> yeah. on the low end of good. We want to be in the I'd rather be on the high end of good. Yeah. 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 For sure. But we uh we ended up no, we ended up stopping. It's a it's a 13 hour trip total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh we ended up stopping a little north of Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Uh is that where did you guys stop? We stopped on the south side of Bur- Birmingham. Oh yeah, 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 I, so, yeah. Same area. That's a good stopping point because I mean, there's 
there's some stuff around there that, you know nice hotels and stuff but good good places to eat good yeah, hotel good, yep absolutely yeah, and you done made it pretty darn close yeah yeah it's a pretty manageable drive the next morning so yeah, yeah. i i agree with that birmingham's good stop if you're trying to push your way to the panhandle yep. yeah for sure we ended up stopping i found myself i like staying in the spring hill suites they're like mm -hmm. a marriott mm -hmm. i've stayed in those the last couple of times i've been traveling i kind of like them yeah. free breakfast and they're usually reasonable yeah. and nice clean they're mm -hmm. like the up they're like they're not called a spring hill suites unless they're like recently renovated so mm -hmm. i've had good luck with that good uh, fe fellow patriots <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and free breakfast free breakfast that's tough to beat yeah that's tough to beat especially if you have a family yeah because that can Young be a big kids. big yeah. kick in the nads if you're <laughs> you know you it, just on the road and, it just and helps everybody's like i'm hungry oh, no well can't, can't be hungry if you just ate <laughs> what sucks is what i think it's hilton's that if you stay at a hilton like they never have a complimentary breakfast uh, and so it depends it, we've we've stayed at some with breakfast uh yeah it's it's hit or miss yeah i i feel like hilton's do i know hampton inns which they're not always the greatest they're like hit mm -hmm. or miss if it's a nice hotel or not yeah but they always have free breakfast yeah but hampton's uh, under the hilton umbrella yeah. it's a hilton oh okay there we go hotel. yeah but dude it's a real kick in the nads when you pay good money for a hotel and then you wake up mm -hmm. the next morning and it's like yeah we're gonna charge you for breakfast too like yeah then it's like oh take all my money right here let's just empty it out <laughs> i mean unless you're getting like an awesome breakfast like custom made omelets or you know it's like a diner at that point right what do you that's, need an awesome breakfast? Okay. All you need is eggs and coffee. Yeah, that gets the job done. And yogurt. Yeah, that gets the job done for me like every day. So Yeah, but if I'm going to pay for it, then I want an awesome breakfast. I don't need an awesome breakfast. <laughs> I just need breakfast. I need yeah. coffee and eggs. <laughs> Get me going. Get me out the door. Get me out of here. <laughs> there you go. And uh, uh, Oh, yeah. You, I forgot. a new drink, huh? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I forgot to mention uh, this. This also annoyed my wife. I, I was on. Well, she was inspired by you to do the whole trip, right? In general. So uh, I was inspired by you. You said, you know, well, you go, you pass through the Bourbon Trail when you uh, when you head to the Panhandle from Ohio, and then but when you go to the Atlantic side, you know, you don't. So that's the difference. Right. That's so. So I stopped at the Four Roses mm -hmm. Whiskey Distillery. Yep. And Solid. it's only like a mile off the highway. So mm -hmm. yeah, didn't bother Jess too bad. Uh, I went in there. It's a quick stop. Uh, accidentally parked in a handicapped parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> You're like, sorry, guys, I'm not handicapped. I'm just from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jess is very pregnant, so that kind of counts. Yeah, there you go. Close yeah. enough. Yeah, what do you got to do? But <laughs> uh, so I went in there and didn't like like you said. Uh, we've talked about this before. I think I'm not really a bourbon guy. Mm -hmm. I'm a beer guy. Yeah. So I'm trying. To, I'm trying to grow up. You know. 
what are yep. these wasted calories? Like, I don't need them. Anyways, mm-hmm. if I'm going to have a drink, I need to grow up and drink it more pure, purified form of alcohol. So you've been on me about growing up. Uh, yeah, man. Being drink a man, whiskey. drinking whiskey, <laughs> put down the beer, little boy, right? So <laughs> I went in there and I was like, uh, I was like, I, I don't, I walked up, they have a whole wall of bottles. And mm-hmm. I was like, um, you know, I don't really know. I said, I don't, I've never really drank Four Roses whiskey. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, really? And then the guy beside me like looks at me like, what? Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, little boy. <laughs> I'm and trying I'm like, to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so I said, you know, I just want, you know, steer me the right way. And I said, and I want something I can only buy here. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I said, I want something that's, spe- what's the most specialist, rarest thing I can buy right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And I got, I guess they have four roses has 10 re- recipes mm-hmm. um, that they make uh, and it, and it gets a uh, coded by like four letters. It's like, I don't know. I, you might know this. These whiskey guys are crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like the different uh, basically flavor it's, profiles that they bring out. Yeah. One's like a flavor, the yeast and the mash and mm-hmm. it's letter coded and all this. So four roses has 10 and some are more rare than others. And uh, mm-hmm. so I got, they told me, Oh yeah, we just put out some OBSO. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. He's like, Oh, you're going to, and the guys beside me, like perfect steps, like you put OBSO out. and he's like yeah oh yeah get me one too (laughs) and uh so i was like oh yeah sure get me obso i'm like thinking in my head like i when i hear obs that reminds me of like ford's obs it's like original body style i I don't know it's like i think cars when i hear obs i think cars not whiskey so i got some obso four roses it was like a hundred dollar bottle Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting. Uh, bought it and walked right out. And then, uh, I made Jess drive. I was like looking this bottle up. Mm-hmm. I could, and you, and I texted you, I could like turn around and resell this bottle for like double or triple, mm-hmm. like immediately. Yeah. Ohio has, uh, has kind of strict liquor laws. So, uh, the state controls like what liquor stores are allowed to sell what bottles. Um, yeah. So, so bottles like that, well, bottles like that, you're never going to find in Ohio because they only have it at the distillery. You have to go to the distillery to get it. But a lot of, um, you know, the special bottles that they do release, even when they release them in Ohio, um, yeah. you know, the state of Ohio will buy a certain number of these bottles and then they distribute them without throughout the entire state somewhat evenly. Right. Um, yeah. And then the people in that area, you know, say, say my Kroger um, gets 10 of those bottles. Well, the first 10 people that are there when they put the bottles out are going to get them and everybody else shit out of luck. And then they, then they got the secondary market. Yeah. yeah. So then you get guys that wait in line uh, on delivery day at their liquor store and they buy those 10 bottles and then they sell them for twice as much um, on secondary market. Yeah, and it, and it really screws over guys that have to work for a living, <laughs> <laughs> which is most people. Yeah. So, the, well, the good thing about uh, the state um, controlling it is they have to sell it at MSRP. So they have to they have a set price, 
and the liquor store itself cannot jack up the price of the bottle. Um, so I so re- every, everybody has a fair chance, I guess. So for our listeners, uh, I don't know if you're bourbon people or not, but I Googled this bottle and then I, I, I immediately came across a lot of like reviews from like mm-hmm. bourbon websites. And mm-hmm. I don't know, this is all a big deal, but for, <laughs> for anybody who I'm going to read a review of this from a bourbon expert it's it's all it's it made me laugh like it's hilarious (laughs) it it got me all excited and then Mm. when i actually drank it i'm like yep that's just like normal bourbon just like everything else (laughs) yeah so but but here's this guy's review he's got it in three classification he's got nose which is when he smells it Mm -hmm. and then he's got palate which is when he tastes it in the finish which Mm -hmm. is his aftertaste okay Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna read this this is gonna take a while (laughs) Nose, fresh packed mint, a new leather baseball glove, cherry blossoms, cinnamon stick, Christmas fruit cake, all round out a somewhat array, basic array of high ride bourbon flavors. But as the session goes on, this is his smelling session, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> or maybe his drinking session. But as the session goes on, very heavy, sweet baking notes appear, such as brown sugar caramel and chocolate silk pie <laughs> all of this surrounded with a piercing wood varnish smell somewhat along the lines of old forester birthday bourbon the depth and layers can't help but reel in your nose for sniff after sniff of satisfying aromas mm-hmm. here's the palette this is a, this is a ridiculous cinnamon cake hits first but then extremely spicy sensation. The heat stays with the palate throughout, much like drinking barrel-proof fireball whiskey. Mm-hmm. The spice can then be the spice can be overcame, and behind it you'll find a rich and creamy mouthfeel on par with some terrific wild turkey products. There's also toasted orange, semi-sweet chocolate chips, along with cherry cord oils. <laughs> What the this guy's nuts? <laughs> Finish high rye, telltale sign of pine, cedar, and drying oak, wet tobacco, cinnamon, black pepper, heat, all coated with delicious dessert notes of chocolate mousse pie and tiramisu. <laughs> so it sounds like it's a pretty hot, what I would call hot bourbon, where it has uh, what's the proof on it? Oh, like uh, 110. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'd expect. Um, it's gonna it's gonna taste like you're gonna get that alcohol bite to it as soon as you taste it, um, and the fact that it's a high rye, um, it's gonna be almost kind of bitter, I would think, or like it's yeah. gonna have like a, a lot more bite to it, um, which is why ryes are actually very common in an old fashioned uh, because the kind of the fruitier. Um, flavor from the old-fashioned ingredients kind of offset that bite from the 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 rye they complement each other well i guess uh i just thought that all the things about like moose pie and tiramisu (laughs) all that shit like what Mm -hmm. the fuck is this guy talking about uh he's saying that's what it reminds him of as he's going through all of these things but yeah he's nuts he's nuts (laughs) (laughs) yeah but my 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 favorite thing is 
leather baseball glove. <laughs> Based on that, I don't think that bourbon would be one of my favorites. No, see, I would, I would drink it. I think it'd be okay, but I don't think it would be one of my favorites. It's good. I mean, I, but it's. And when you called me and told me that you put it in an old fashioned, it was awesome. That makes a lot of sense. It's really good as an old fashioned. I drank it straight. I just drank it straight earlier and I was like, oh man, mm-hmm. this sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, it's fine. But it's funny. Uh, what, what I find funny is reading the bourbon reviews aficionado reviews and how detailed and the crap they they say and pull out i just i don't get it like are they on a are they literally on an acid trip like (laughs) how are they saying these things how do you type that much about a simple taste uh i I don't get it and i don't taste Mm -hmm. any of those things (laughs) like what did he say you don't have a trained palate there is so many. I mean, I wish I did. I wish I could. The the, the amount of thing, cinnamon cake, uh, creamy mouth feel, semi sweet chocolate chips, cherry cordials, drying oak, wet tobacco, cinnamon, black pepper, tiramisu, chocolate mousse pie, all this shit. Like, I don't. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, he's crazy. He's crazy now. But, anyways, good. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna to have to do a bourbon tasting sometime, and I'm gonna have to <laughs> have to teach you some things. Just smell it. Yeah. Old yeah. baseball glove, <laughs> Babe Ruth, <laughs> peanut. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous, but uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. I'm growing up. I'm getting a feel for it. I'm growing up. I just wanted yeah. to. Yeah. I'm you proud know. of you. <laughs> I don't want to grow up don't... right before our eyes. I don't want to like have to. I don't want to drink like uh, it's wasted calories uh, drinking all that beer and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm leaning to. I'm a marathon man now, so (laughs) yeah. Ah, what about your week, dude? My week was good overall. It was good. Um, You know, I I felt a lot of uh, a lot of people. You know, giving me lots of. uh, support and lots of love um just spent a lot of time around family and friends and um you know i just felt felt good felt good to be around people and kind of and uh you know people that care about me and people that uh you know are there to support me they're there for me so it was uh it was good i do have uh, a kind of an interesting story um so i don't know what is wrong with my dog you know, we talk about your dog all the time. My dog, I'm on the <laughs> other end. We're out of the puppy stage. We have been your for dog a long is, time. Your dog is old. old. Yeah, he's yeah. he's nine years old. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it's just that he's uh, starting to eat the food that the baby drops or <laughs> if he's like getting into something in the yard or what it is. Um, but he's been kind of sick on and off and he gets diarrhea, right? Oh, so we'll come home and there will just be piles of crap in the hallway, on the carpet, wherever he decides to drop it. Um, And it's even happened where, you know, we'll let him out before we go to bed and we'll wake up in the morning and I get up at four in the morning and he's already gone on the floor rather than, you know, waking us up. And 
letting us take him out. So we're getting kind of frustrated <laughs> and we lock him into lock him. We shut him into the bathroom because it's hardwood floor and um, it's got, it's, it's like tile floor. So it's uh, easier to clean up, right? He can't track it throughout the house. Yeah. Um, kind of contain space. Um, well, he decided usually when he's in that, uh, in that room, he doesn't want to be in there with his poop all day. So he'll, he'll hold it a little bit better. Well, one day he did not. And he pooped everywhere in that, in this room. Damn. And then he rolled around in it. Oh and I mean, it was like inside the cupboards in the bathroom. I don't know how he got it in there. It was and, nuts. And your dog, crazy. for reference, he's got a really thick coat. Like, yes, yes. Like, uh, it's like his hair is like three or four inches long, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. He's, it's ridiculous. He's, like a, he's a German Shepherd Collie mix. So he's got the Collie fur where it's like a big fluffy coat he's a but it's like a fro yeah he's like yeah. a fro yes yeah. um that's and it's just yeah diarrhea everywhere man it was did you awful. shave the dog no um mm. we ended up we ended up giving him a shower my wife gave him a shower and she enlisted uh. the help of my sons <laughs> to help mm. give him a shower this sounds god awful well the smell in the house was so bad. The entire house <laughs> smelled so bad. As soon as we walked in, the boys are like, what is that smell? This smells so bad. Well, my wife goes to give the dog a shower and she gets the boys to, to help him, uh, to help her. This is ridiculous. Him. And Henry walks into the bathroom and immediately starts gagging. <laughs> he walks out and throws up on the floor. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't it, blame him. I don't blame him either. It smelled awful. It was terrible. This is a terrible. <laughs> it's also a terrible idea. Yeah. You got to clean him out. You got to hose him off. Yeah, I know. But was, <laughs> the problem is that we had soccer practice. So like, oh my gosh! Like, like I left him outside. I, I, uh, I got home late from work. I put him outside. <laughs> I like cleaned it up real quick, the best I could, and then we, then I had to run to soccer practice. I let I just let him run outside while I was. Uh, Dude, what what would be great is to bring the bourbon taster guy into your house to dissect all the <laughs> smells going on. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should. Yeah, that would be an interesting summary. <laughs> a, a hint of corn mash, <laughs> slightly digested. Yeah, fuck. Un unfermented. <laughs> <laughs> Fermented poo. The swell of a, the, the slight tint of a young boy's sweat. <laughs> yeah. It was a mess, man. That was that was probably the worst mess that we've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a wild scene. That's a wild, wild scene. scene. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, it was a good week. Yeah. Well, who do you have for your Patriot of the Week? My Patriot of the Week is Lawrenceville, Georgia, uh, police officer Michael Peterson. Um, he was out on patrol and he saw a car speeding by. So he pulls out 
flips his lights on, um, starts trying to pull him over. And by the time he catches up to this car, um, it has crashed and flipped over. Um, and the driver, as he gets out, uh, he finds that the driver is uh, pinned to the roof and there is uh, not enough room for his chest to expand for him to breathe. Um, so he's, he's still alive. He can see, see him trying to breathe, um, but was, you know, he was unable to. So he f- grabbed a couple bystanders, uh, people just standing on the street watching, uh, and said, come on, we can get this. And they flipped the car over this 3,600 pound car. They flipped it over, um, which put him in a position that he was able to breathe. They got him to the hospital. Um, turns out it was a teenager, uh, that had crashed his car. They got him to the hospital. Um, and he made it, he's got some, uh, substantial injuries, but, uh, you know, he, he saved his life. Uh, you know, this, this Uh, driver made it out and he's, uh, he's recovering in a hospital now. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty awesome. Um, my Patriot of the week, I'm going to go with Phil Robertson. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't, I'm sure most of you've heard by now, there's a movie coming out about his life, mm-hmm. uh, the blind. Have you seen it? No, no, me neither, but I thought he deserved a shout out. Uh, this guy, you know, grew up in Louisiana. I think he was one of, uh, seven, uh, seven kids uh, mm-hmm. grew up you know very poor uh, not as poor as me but <laughs> very poor uh nobody's that know, poor. no no electricity no toilet no bathtub uh living off you know their garden uh, the meat they killed this and that uh, ended up being a pretty good athlete mm-hmm. um you know played college football at louisiana tech Mm-hmm. Alongside Terry Bradshaw, I was going to say, do you know who his backup was? He was actually the yes. starter, and Terry was the backup. I do know. I know <laughs> a little bit. Um, uh, long, you know, he kind of then obviously, uh, you know, his college football career ended, and obviously, you know, the uh, hunting became a huge part of his life, and always was. And the you know started the duck calls and. Then the Duck mm-hmm. Dynasty show and the rest is kind of history, right? You know, mm-hmm. he got canceled for having, um, you know, Christian views, which some can view as, you know, some things he came out stating publicly, you know, don't really work very well in the woke TV <laughs> culture, right? Yeah. Um, so I thought it was cool. They kind of made a movie about his life, far from perfect human being very foul fallible uh i think he went through a lot of drug issues and Mm -hmm. alcoholism infidelity um you know and and he also at some point found christ and um kind of used his his whole celebrity status to spread that message and even with this movie so he's got all of his dirt out there for everyone to watch and you know all he cares about is spreading the message of jesus and uh you know how he's helped him yeah be a better person yeah i want to check that movie out 
I want to too, but yeah, yeah. Anybody, let's check it out. Uh, because I know, I know he's not not a perfect guy, and he he'll be the first sure. one to tell you that. But uh, it'd be a good watch. So, Patriot of the Week, All Bill right. Robertson. Good deal. Uh. We on now. Real talk. Real I'm talk. out of my element again, dude. <laughs> Real talk. Uh, I don't have my uh, board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> um, so we're gonna title this episode so, the "How to Have a Happy Life," mm-hmm. and we've kind of mentioned this before. The way to have a happy life. Phil Robertson figured this out too. Uh, maybe not on purpose. And uh, maybe I didn't either, but we've we've mentioned this before. You know, you got to have a good wife, mm-hmm. right? You got to pick the right one. Okay, yeah. if yeah. you have a if you have a bad choice for your spouse to have and to hold, and you marry mm-hmm. uh, the re- the reincarnation of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're both going to have a bad time. I'm not going to say we're all children of God here. That was a joke. But, you know, you guys need to be compatible. Um, But that's only the first part of having a happy life. First, the Mm -hmm. first thing you got to do is find the right one to marry and get and convince her to marry you. Mm. Yeah, you can't hold her by gunpoint. That's the hard part. (laughs) You you must court the you must court the right woman. Yeah. And uh, but. I want to talk about after that. Yeah. How do you have how do you have a happy life for you know your whole life? You got to court the right you got to find the right woman. You got to court the right woman. Then you got to keep mm-hmm. her happy. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy wife, happy life, right? Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. And that's hard sometimes. It is. It is. Um, yeah. The big thing is, uh, you know, I, I've always heard, you know, never stop dating your wife. Um, you know, you mentioned that's you got conv- to convince her to marry you. And, <laughs> uh, you. You have to keep reminding her why she made that decision so that she don't forget it. Um, <laughs> you know, you're you and your wife are a team, right? When you choose, choose her, um, to live your, live your life with everything you do is going to be, she is your partner. She's on your team. You guys are going through this life together. And if you are not, uh, not pulling your weight, that's putting way more on her. Um, same as if she's not pulling her weight. Um, so in order to keep that, um, you know, relationship going and make each other better and make each other stronger. Um, you know, you really have to put forth that effort and, and keep them happy. Um, I remember at church one time, um, I think this is, you know, I hear the pastor talking about it and, you know, it kind of hit, you know, hit me and it hit my wife as well, that this is what we do that makes us, makes our marriage so easy. Um, it's not always easy, but most of the time we got a pretty good marriage. It's easy. Yeah. Um, but you have to keep competing with each other and out bless each other. Right. So you have to go over the top and try to bless her more than she's blessing you. Um, and she's going to do, be doing the same thing. 
And, you know, that constant give, 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 um, it's, that is how you build such a strong foundation. Um, and, and, you know, such a happy life. Um, yeah, that's a hell, that's a heck of a good way to look at it. Yeah. Just keep, it's like a competition. You know, he, he made, made it this whole joke about, you know, um, you got to keep, you know, no, I'll do the dishes, you know, get back. You go lay down. I'm going to do the dishes. You're not doing them. You know, okay, obviously but- that's an exaggeration, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, but it is, it's, that's the mentality that you have to have. Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to do everything that I can for my wife. And I know that she's going to be trying to outdo me. Right. She's going to be doing everything that she can. And just having that, uh, that nice back and forth and, um, you know, supporting each other is, is, uh, it's the best thing you can have in life. Yeah. I, this is very well said. And, uh, you just kind of got to get, try to outdo yourself too. Like, you know, the little reasons why she loves you. Um, and every once in a while, you know, you got to show up and pull your weight and, you know, remind her why she loves you, right? If you're the, mm-hmm. if she's the, um, the slow and steady, the one that gets, uh, this is kind of how we are. She's like the one that's organized, the one that gets things done. I think <laughs> no, one no. of the reasons why. <laughs> so I think but one of the reasons. I, I mean, that's how we are. That's how my wife and I are too. Like, you know, a, a woman makes a house a home, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, she kind of always has relied on me to, I'm like, you know, I'm the dad, I'm the fun guy, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. I bring the fun to the household mm-hmm. and the relationship. So it's like, I always got to, um, you know, find our fun and make our life fun. And I, I can only do that by earning fun coupons, which is money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got to earn the fun coupons and then I got to, I got to, you know, find fun things to do. I mean, our our main goal as men is to be the, you know, hopefully, you know, be the main breadwinner of the Mm -hmm. household and uh, let your wife, you know, raise your kids as much as you can. I know that it's hard, you know. Yeah, but it's that's not the case for everybody. Right. Sometimes sometimes the wife is, you know, does make more money and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Um, I think at the end of the day, as long as you guys are on the same page and have the same expectations for what is expected um, and what you're going to be doing for each other. It doesn't really matter who earns the most fun coupons, right? Um, The only thing that matters is that you are working together and making, making life better, right? You definitely got to pull your damn, pull your weight in whatever fashion that is. Yes. Uh, If if you're, if you're going to let your wife outdo you, yeah, I think you're gonna have problems. You know, you don't yeah. want to do anything that builds resentment in your relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at times I sometimes I work so hard. I I come home and I work out hard. I work hard and I come home and you know try to play with my kids a little bit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard for me to find the strength that I, I'm guilty of it. Like the household things that pile up and it's a lot on my wife and i don't help out as much as i should or could it's like but but i do try to do it sometimes and that's kind of the extra when i do do it i know she notices Mm -hmm. and you know it's the real that's the extra i can do for her like 
I, yeah. I can't forget about that. You know, fold that load of laundry or mm-hmm. do the dishes. And, you know, <laughs> I don't, I maybe do it once a week and that's not quite enough, but mm-hmm. I, I gotta, I, I can do better at that. But no, we can, we can all do better. Right. I think, I think yeah. the fact that you're putting together an effort um, and you're trying to, uh, you know, when it crosses your mind, I'm sure that that means a lot to Jess when you do it. Um, you know, she probably gets frustrated at times when you don't do it. <laughs> I know my wife does, <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, but I, well, I she, think that she also recognizes that we're trying, right? Yes. Well, she actually has a, a clinical problem. She's like OCD mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Your wife or my wife? <laughs> And I'm kind of like clinically the opposite problem. Like I'm, I'm whatever it is, ADD, ADHD. I like, yeah. I like to open every cabinet so that it's easier for me if all the cabinets are already open, then I don't have to know. waste, then I don't have to waste the time of opening the cabinets to get my stuff. And then waste the time to close it again. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like three seconds. Yeah. It's slow me down. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, stuff like funny. that just just the little things that get in the way yeah man yeah. you gotta you really got to strive to you really got to strive to keep your good wife that you got and you earned happy it's not Absolutely. it's not end game you don't just you don't marry them and then it's over or you're gonna if you don't if you ever stop trying to make your wife happy um your life's gonna suck yeah, absolutely. You gotta you gotta pull your weight, cause, but but you know, like we said to start this real talk off, if you're bending over backwards to make a horrible person happy, like your life's gonna be horrible no matter what. You know, you really gotta go the extra mile to find the right one first. But yeah, you gotta keep your wife happy. You gotta date your wife. You gotta pull your weight. You gotta go above and beyond stretch yourself to do that yeah it's funny you mentioned the uh how your wife's like the organizational one and you're just kind of there <laughs> along for the ride <laughs> and uh so today i was talking to my sister and she's like oh are you going to go to your nephew's birthday party her son's birthday party and i'm like what yeah, are you who? talking what are you talking about <laughs> like i knew his birthday was coming up haven't heard any plans for uh, <laughs> for birthday parties or anything like that. And she's like, I invited you on Facebook. And I'm like, I don't, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, and she goes, she's like, look right here. She pulls up the event. She's like, it says that you're invited. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, oh. I, this is the first time seeing that. Uh, yeah. I, like, did you tell my wife? And she goes, uh, no, I don't think so. I'm like, okay, if you didn't tell my wife, it didn't make it into the calendar. And if it doesn't make it into the calendar, I ain't doing it. Yeah, you don't it's know. Like, yeah, it's uh, not there. Sorry. It's not it's, real. It's not a real event until it's in my calendar, <laughs> <laughs> and my wife puts it in the calendar. So, dude, yeah, like you said. Uh, speaking of that, like just like our my my whole when I when we went on vacation, decided to drive down here. I can't even keep track of my chess games on my phone. They all expired. Hey. I texted you and it said you had 10 hours left. I'm like, he's going to forget about this. I didn't read that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you better 
play play me back in chess because you're only got a few hours left. I saw that, that in had, the that was when you had ten hours left. <laughs> I saw that in the morning, and um, yeah, that it was gone. I was like, oh, well, I better check real quick. Like, <laughs> you text me at seven thirty p.m. Hey, you better play me back in chess. It's about to expire, but I didn't read that until yeah. the next morning. And I was like, oh no, I better check that real quick. Already awesome. gone. All your games. Yeah, my score. I'm down to like a three. I was at like four fifty chess rating. Now I'm down. I like I was in the middle of like four games, and mm-hmm. and then for that for me letting them expire, I lost four games, and I'm down to like a three eighty. That's that's yeah. sad. That that's really crappy player level. <laughs> yeah, that's, you start at like four hundred. You you go. I'm like below. You, it's like it's like you <laughs> lost more. Yeah, like you haven't won anything, you just lost. The thing the is, I was at that time I was losing <laughs> to you, mm-hmm. but I was beating like a six hundred and a five hundred. Yeah, I was, I was only playing three games, but I was gonna get two wins. Stuff. And when I lose to you, it doesn't matter because your score's so high. It's like mm-hmm. a three point loss, but right. those would have been two good wins for me. Yes, I'm really upset about it. <laughs> Sorry, we always, we I tried, tried to warn you. <laughs> you did. We always got to get our chest talk in. Yeah. Always hard. <laughs> Dude. Uh, whatever. I'll just. Uh, You'll come back. I will. Yeah. I need to get on it on my vacation. Yeah. Thing is, the one day game, you get a pick. Uh, you can do rapid, which is like a 10 minute, 15 minute game. And you can get one done and, real quick. And that is like when you say 10 minutes or five minutes. That is your total time to make all of your moves. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. You're going to yeah. make mistakes, is it? Oh, yeah. You make a lot of them. Um, and then you got the one-day games, which mm-hmm. that means each player gets one t- one whole day, 24 hours to make one move. And sometimes those can go fast, or sometimes yep. those can take really long. long. Like, yep. <laughs> or you can do – but those one-day w- games are the ones, like, I accidentally let expire. <laughs> you don't play every day but then the three-day games you get three days to make one move it's like Mm -hmm. they just never end Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just hard it's hard it's hard life (laughs) chess.com life is hard but so worth it so when you say that i played 2500 games most of those are five minute games wow so i played a lot of a lot of fast games back back to back really yeah Wow. I cannot even think about playing a five-minute game. I would never finish. I could never beat anybody in five minutes because my end game sucks so bad. Well, that's how you get better at it. Okay. It, it gets crazy when you get down to you're down to like 10 seconds and you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to like finish them off and they're just you know moving around and yeah, if you don't make like the perfect move, then they always have an open square and yeah, it gets it gets pretty frustrating because then you just run out of time. <laughs> I like the um, what's it, the 15, the mm-hmm. 15 minute with the five, 15 five or 15 mm-hmm. when it adds on, it gives you like 15 seconds every time you make mm-hmm. a move. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? I like that one, probably the yeah. best for rapid. Mm-hmm. But uh, hey, speaking of that, did uh, your brother-in-law ever get his account reinstated after all of his cheating? He got a new one, and he's been kicking my ass in the new with his new account. 
boosting his <laughs> score by beating me. <laughs> yeah. Is this Josh? Yes. I figured. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't want him on my I don't want him <laughs> on my chat. Yes. Yeah, he would uh he would have a heyday with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. Yeah. No, you're not ready. <laughs> well, recently I'm, you I'm barely ready. <laughs> you've been like kicking my ass, taking my rook with the queen. That's been pissing me off. <laughs> if you let me, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> ah, fuck. Anyways, what what's next? I don't know what's next. Current events. Current events. You got any? Yeah, I do. Okay. Do you? I have one. I got some. Uh, well, we didn't hit on this, but this is this might be sports. Uh, we'll we'll talk about this in sports. But uh, I wanted to talk about Britney Spears. Okay. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen her uh, Instagram only, lately? The only thing that I've seen is the memes with her with a knife. <laughs> yeah. And it looks dangerous. <laughs> the memes are hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's been dancing with her fake knives. Uh, okay, they're trying... fake. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's what she says. Um, <laughs> the memes are hilarious. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the memes you've seen? I, I saw a few. They're, they're skipping my mind. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. The other, the other big <laughs> meme is the Kevin James meme, which I don't understand that one at all. <laughs> Have you seen the Kevin James meme where he's just kind of standing there, like, like, like it has got <laughs> shitty, shitty and grin <laughs> on his face? Yeah, yeah. The only one I saw of him was, um, it was like your friend. It was like your friend when you want him to go out. When he when he wants you to go out, and it was Kevin James standing there like with his goofy face, yeah. but then it was like he was holding up a his keys and it had a fucking <laughs> bump of coke coke on it <laughs> from okay. some. Uh, that, that's the only time I saw that, but yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but anyways, Britney Spears, man, yes, yeah, just been dancing with night. Totally lost it. Yeah, um, I feel bad for her. Yeah, it's kind of sad. She's just uh, dancing in her mansion, just dancing away. Yeah. God love her. I can't. I can't decide if she's um, if she's like actively on drugs, or if she's just I, like. I think she's just lost her mind. She's done uh, so many drugs in the past that that's just how she is now. I don't know if it's necessarily drugs. Maybe that's part of it, but I think. I mean, she's probably like been heavily medicated um, with like anxiety medicine and things like that. Um, I mean, she was like a a teenage superstar, right? She's like the most famous person in the world as a teenager. She's just like dancing in her underwear, and she's like all sweaty and red. Yeah, yeah. she's weird. she don't look healthy. She don't look uh, all there. So no. I don't know. Yeah, you got to feel bad for her, but yeah, I don't know. She's maybe single. Take, maybe take the knives away from her. <laughs> yeah, like Steve. What's she gonna? What's what's next? This is getting bad. Like <laughs> we're gonna. She's gonna be juggling flaming bowling pins next, or what? Like, hey, that I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
just completely naked. Like the next time, like it's getting bad. It is getting bad. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, she just went on tour like three years ago and it seemed like she wasn't like that. That's why I'm, I don't know. I mean, when she's on stage, it's a different person, right? Maybe she just needs to go on tour again. Maybe. I think that's the solution. She's, that's just like, um, you know, she's like a German, she's like a German shepherd that has no job. She's like, you know, when you put them on the, when you, (laughs) when you put them on the chain, you know, they go crazy. Mm -hmm. She needs to be out there. (laughs) She needs to be touring. You got her. She's stuck in her mansion. She's just finding things. She's, she's going crazy. She's like a dog on a leash uh, on a chain. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. She's fine. She just needs to go on tour. Uh, hey, that... Let's set it up. Maybe, <laughs> she, maybe she'll play the Muskingum County Fair. Maybe she needs a booking agent. <laughs> uh, my other, <laughs> this isn't much of a current event, but this is interesting news. Um, we had uh, this week, we had balcony tickets the night of Abraham Lincoln's assassination assassination at the Ford theater uh, Mm -hmm. went on auction this week. Mm -hmm. There's only one other set of tickets known to survive uh, this 1800s event. Uh, What do you think they sold for? Probably a couple million. Honestly, that's what, so I was surprised. Um, They sold for 262,000. Which is actually okay. a shock that doubled uh experts uh I don't know what they call it. projections. Mm-hmm. They were projected to fetch less than one hundred one hundred thousand, but oh, they wow. ended up they ended up kept kept fetching a quarter million. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that sounds about right. And they don't I even don't get to go see the play. Yeah, for some, but that <laughs> that is some talk about Americana, right? Yeah, no like, shit. Wow. Yeah. So whose tickets were they? Just like somebody else that was sitting like further down the balcony or were yeah. they like John Wilkes booths? It said balcony tickets. I don't know. Crazy. I just thought I just thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh what what did you have on current events? Um so this week, uh, of course we just started October and Wednesday is October fourth. And what everyone needs to know about October 4th is that FEMA is going to be testing their emergency signal um, throughout the entire country. So it's like their emergency alert system. Um, Your phone's going to start going off sometime on October 4th, right? Hopefully at 3 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. (laughs) It'll probably be like noon or something like that. But That's good to um, know. But... um, this has sparked a lot of conspiracy theories. And so I had to go to the conspiracy theory expert, um, which is my dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw your dad a couple of times within the yeah, last week. He said he saw you. Um, yeah. So my dad is planning on building a Faraday cage um, to block out any sort of um, signal <laughs> to his cell phone. Well, what is a Faraday cage? It like blocks the signal from... Yeah, it like so it's like it a tinfoil a, hat. Yeah, he says he's gonna have tinfoil hat and everything. Um, because he 
thinks that the government is going to be doing some sort of, I think it's mind control is what he's worried about or some sort of uh, basically the frequencies from this signal um, are going to cause a reaction within in the public. Kind of like the the brown noise from the South Park episode, like the fart noise. Kind of, but more like, like more like uh, turn you into zombie rather than make you crap your pants. It might make us crap our pants. It might. If there's a good chance. So I don't know if he's thinking that this is like <laughs> people that are vaccinated are going to like their their microchips are going to be activated yes. at this point. It's, it's finally going to rear its ugly head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But he's he doesn't know exactly what's going to happen on Wednesday, but something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got so many fun, so much funny, stupid crap I want to say, but <laughs> I'll just move on. So yeah, um, <laughs> but the the test is real. Um, it's a it's just a test. It's not any. Hopefully, there's no like natural disaster whatever time they do that but uh, i hope just a test (laughs) okay yeah good to know (laughs) (laughs) oh shoot what are we on what the crap what the crap what do you got we got on what the crap well uh I was talking to a guy today um, who showed me this Facebook group that he came across. And, and <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> it was a little disturbing. Um, it was about women breastfeeding. Wow. And yeah. And uh, you would think that it's like, they have they have like support groups for women who are breastfeeding there they can like go in there and talk about their issues and um you know how to overcome those issues and you know support each other <laughs> that's not what this was that's what i thought it was at first that's not what this was this is a bunch of dudes that are posting pictures of women breastfeeding in the facebook page as like a fetish as a fetish yes this is the National Geographic <laughs> of Facebook, like the workaround. You know how? <laughs> yes. Like how young boys. Yes. I've seen this. I've seen this. I'm not proud. <laughs> I've seen this. It's like when we were kids and the only way you could see Tatas was when you turn it on National, on Ge- National Geographic. See, yeah. see, the, see the tribal women. Yep. This is Facebook version. So <laughs> when a woman is breastfeeding. It's not considered um, porn or whatever, porn. right? Yeah, porn. So that that's allowed, right? <laughs> yeah, yep. I've seen <laughs> I've seen this. I'm not proud of it. Not proud of it, but I've seen this. Seen pages like that. Yep. <laughs> Don't follow them, but <laughs> but the thing is, there are guys that do. Yeah, it's messed up, isn't it? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's disgusting, and it well, it's I hate to say that, but it's just it's disgusting for it to be objectified like that. Yes, and then it's like that's a bait. There's a the kid. There's a child in the 
video yeah. it's not just the boobs <laughs> just all right the, yeah there's like there's this kid there's this they like don't have a choice but they're on this page right it's it sucks it makes yeah. me angry yeah. and it, and most of these girls like it's kind of like it's like the only fans girls uh, that have kids right it's yeah. like look at my it's not about it's like look at my boob it's not like look at the I don't know, dude. It, it, it's some it's we're in it's some hairy the, waters. Yeah. What the hell we're is in, wrong with our society that this we're is in uh, some Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh speaking of that, I mean I don't care, but there was uh <laughs> I forget where I was. I was somewhere in public and uh some woman <laughs> breastfeeding her child really caught me off guard. Like uh, <laughs> she like she like had her boob out. And whole like aerial and nipple and she was like talking to me like it, nothing was happening like <laughs> i forget what it was she really she surprised me out of nowhere and Craig's gave like, me some advice on my facebook page yeah <laughs> <laughs> like told me like where something was or something and she yeah. like had her had her boob out and i was like oh <laughs> like i didn't look at it but i knew it was what was going on it was crazy it was a wild scene whatever yeah nice all right my what the crap uh this comes out of the british airways uh mike beaton a pilot for a british airways pirate or pirate pilot (laughs) he's a he's a pilot but he is a pirate uh he was suspended and fired um so he was on a uh, doing a flight on a return flight from London. It was a couple day flight. He had like a one day uh, layaway or whatever, you know, just hanging out, not doing anything. Uh, had a crazy night out in uh, I think it was Jonesburg, which I don't really know where that was. Uh, apparently, you know, he had a crazy story. From the night before, and he thought it would be a good idea to text all about it to a flight attendant uh, the next day um, while they're in the air about his crazy night out. He reportedly, in a text exchange, said that he met two local men and a Welsh woman who he called a young Spanish bird, and they had a night out and had hours of drinking. Uh, he says, Quote, Welsh decided that I should actually be her boyfriend. Spanish has hooked up with one of one of the two local labs and is having her blank sucked on their sofa. The pilot continued to boast that the girls were dancing topless. Someone arrived with a bag of cocaine, leading him to take a bump of the drug himself. I've lost my shirt somewhere and a local lads produced a plate with a few lines of coke. There then was a debate about whose chest was best to do the bump off. This is all in like text. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, you know, while <laughs> while they're on the flight, the uh, <laughs> flight attendant forwarded it to his, uh, his boss. bosses. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, upon, um, upon landing, he was drug tested, uh, positive Failed. for cocaine, <laughs> failed <the> drug test, <laughs> and uh, arrested. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know if he was arrested, but he was definitely fired. 
Um, Definitely fired. <laughs> what a moronic thing to just text your coworkers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just pilots are crazy, man. Just guys being dudes, right? It's guys being dudes. Yeah, something like that. Um, kind of yeah. remind. Yeah, pilots. Like, pilots get after it, I guess. I mean, you would if you travel all over the world, right? Well, they say don't ever talk about another man's job, but he kind of talked about it to his own <laughs> workers at his job. So, yeah, what a moron. <laughs> yes. Kind of like, um, yeah, it reminds me of that Michigan State coach. Yeah. What a moron. <laughs> what a moron. You failed the idiot test. <laughs> yeah. He's, they said he's never going to fly again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. Oh, now what? Sports. Oh, sports. I was. I thought it was time. Yeah, uh, sports right now. Um, I think we have to talk about Taylor Swift. Yes, that's what I was wanting <laughs> to talk about earlier. <laughs> so my my wife was not happy with us because, of course, uh, for those who have been living under a rock this week. Um, Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, the Kansas city chiefs tight end. Um, <laughs> and she went to their game last Sunday and she's actually there at their game tonight as well. Um, but that kind of that news broke when they saw her at the game. And uh, that's, pretty much the only thing that people have been talking about since. And my wife was very upset that she got up Monday morning, listened to our podcast and we did not mention Taylor Swift. Do we have to talk about Taylor Swift? <laughs> we can talk about Travis Kelsey if you want. Hey, he <laughs> let's talk about Travis Kelsey. Um, okay. At least he came around and started copying me and he's shaved in a stash. Yeah. Yep. I don't think it's quite <laughs> as good as mine. No, I would agree with you. I think I'd agree with you there. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a solid stash. You're very committed to it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but dude, it's funny because my wife said to me today, she's noticed the uh Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. I, but also when we talk Travis Kelsey, shout out Ohio, Ohio product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, from Cleveland. Went to Cincinnati. Yep. Went to the University of Cincinnati. Yep. Um, Ohio guy. So he is my guy. Yep. Um, but as my wife said, you know, he could have any woman. My wife said to me, he could have any woman on this earth and he picks Taylor Swift. Like, and then Jess said, I just don't think she's that attractive. And I'm like, well, I don't really think she is either. Yeah. But... I'm with Jess on this one. <laughs> Fully, but mate, I, 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 the the funny memes that I've uh, seen on that topic are: look at Travis Kelsey banging sixes on and off the field. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, I think a lot of see a lot of a lot of guys and women don't find Taylor Swift that attractive, and I feel like Travis Kelsey's like considered like a good looking dude. Like, yeah, he's I, like feel, a, I feel like most girls would would say Travis Kelsey is a good looking dude. Like he's probably like one of the top 
bachelors in America, pretty much. Yeah. Didn't he? Like have he a, could. He could he have had a dating he, show at one time, didn't he? Like I a think, like yeah. a bachelor style dating show. He's a lot younger than. Yeah, was it, it was like uh, what they call that. I can't remember he, something. Uh, I remember something with Kelsey. I don't know. Yeah. Keeping up with. I don't freaking know. I, I don't. I didn't. Out. I didn't watch it. But um, yeah, it's just like uh, I, anyways. What I told Jess is, well, may, you know. Honestly, as a celebrity, like he could have catching Kelsey. Catching Kelsey. There we go. It's like what? Yeah. What's his next move supposed to be? Like marry Kim Kardashian? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's on his. He's on her radar. But um, I don't know. As a when you're an ultra rich guy, I feel like it makes sense to marry another rich girl. Is like, how would you know if she actually loves you if she doesn't already have money herself? Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of gold diggers out there. Yeah. So he so he's he's like she's probably got more money than him. So it's kind of cool. She definitely has more money than him. Yep. So mm -hmm. it's like I'm rooting for this. Okay. Well, um I am actually rooting for it to fail because it's going to be hilarious to watch. Oh. <laughs> and then all the Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all the taylor swift breakup songs are going to get 10 times worse oh yeah well that's what that's the thing she needs to make a new album now and it's going to be about her breakup with travis kelsey <laughs> and then at the same time the swifties are going to be ruining his life and wanting to just absolutely bury him and this is how the chiefs start losing football games ah there's a lot this of is, stuff. This dude, is like the Swifties are so crazy that they will they will tank Patrick Mahomes' career to spite Travis Kelsey when these two break up. There's just a lot of uh <laughs> a lot of stuff just swirls around the Kansas City Chiefs, I have to say. Like yes. We're we're going from Chiefs of Holic to Taylor Swift. And... <laughs> yeah, they where uh... does he where does he fall into all this? Uh, he's probably very happy for Travis Kelsey. Over under on from, whether they make it or not from a federal prison. <laughs> yeah. They will make it. They will get married. I don't but know. Do, do you have anything else besides that on sports? On sports, yeah, I do. Um, I got a Joe Exotic update. Do you remember? Joe What's Exotic? that have to do with sports? <laughs> uh, there's actually two of them. Um, so, of course, for anybody that doesn't know, Joe Exotic uh, from the Netflix documentary, The Tiger King, um, he is currently serving 21 years in prison for trying to kill that bitch, Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the problem is that he's been trying to get out of jail. Like he was wanting Trump to uh, pardon him when he was leaving yes. office and Trump didn't want to. Right. So. All right. Uh, basically, Joe Exotic's trying to get out of out of prison because he's being wrongfully imprisoned, according to him. Um, and he's got a lot of time left to serve on this sentence. Uh, so yeah. the problem is that he doesn't have a lawyer and he doesn't have any money to pay a lawyer because he lost all of he lost his farm to Carol Baskins, right? Yeah, because of Carol Baskins. Because <laughs> Carol, all because of Carol Baskins. Um. Yeah. So where we tie into sports is 
First, he calls Joe Burrow, uh, writes a letter to Joe Burrow, and he says, hey, I see that you've uh, been nicknamed the Tiger King, um, you know, since you played for the Bengals and, and for LSU Tigers. <laughs> Um, you're the, you've been nicknamed the tiger King and that's actually my name. Um, that's my trademark. And it's really a shame that you've, uh, started to use the hard work that I've put in to build the tiger King brand. Uh, and you're starting to use it to promote your own, uh, football career. It's, it's kind of bullshit. Uh, so you should give me $20,000 so that I can hire a lawyer and get out of here. Cause they're holding me against my will. And, it's wrongful in prison. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think so, that's fair. He's he wants Joe Burrow to help him raise twenty thousand dollars to get out. Um, I think that's fair. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> what did Joe say? Um, I don't think Joe has said anything. I think he ghosted him. He, he ghosted, ghosted him. him. Yeah. Wow. As as he should. Um. Unreal. So then he moved on to Florida State quarterback Jordan Travis. Uh, Jordan Travis, of course, plays uh, for Florida State, and they beat LSU and Clemson at the beginning of the year. LSU, <laughs> Clemson, both Tigers. So he's kind of been dubbed the Tiger King as well. Unpaid um, royalties. Yeah. So he's actually started selling merch. He started selling T-shirts and stuff uh, on his website of him, like, over the LSU Tiger and the Clemson Tiger, and, you know, it says Tiger King and everything like that. I got a picture of him. Well, Joe Exotic's pissed, and he says that he is going to sue Jordan Travis uh, for trademark infringement because he owns the trademark to Tiger King. Does he really, though? That's Yeah, but he's also being wrongfully imprisoned. So, I mean, what can you believe? <laughs> right? Well, if he really owns the trademark, then he probably could. Right. Sue. But. I don't. I don't he just know that. Think, I think he does. I think he might just think he does. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so he says that he will pay any lawyer in America eighty percent of the settlement if they will sue Jordan Travis and anyone else that uses the term Tiger King. Uh, he'll he'll pay them eighty percent of the settlement. Uh, yeah. He must not have a real trademark. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so here's this quote, Jordan Travis was six years old. When I became the tiger King, it is my trademark, my intellectual property. And I'm sick of others cashing in on my trademark just because president Biden cares nothing about me being wrongfully in prison in America. <laughs> <laughs> how does it, how do these statements get out from him? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Whatever. I mean, he's probably just writing letters to the, you know, newspaper or something. I don't know. I mean, if he actually has the trademark, I kind of, kind of with Joe Exotic here. This is bull. If, this is bull crap. Yeah, but he's still in prison. For well, he needs. He needs that prison. He needs that bank account full. Yeah. For when he gets out. <laughs> Dude, he actually has a Twitter account or an X account. Um, that doesn't make I, sense. But I don't know how he's updating from prison. Prison's a joke. What a joke. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Is that it on sports? That's all I got on sports. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great sports segment. Yeah. 
Well, I guess that means it's time. Biting gaff on the Trump laugh. What's it gonna be? What is it? What is it? Trump laugh. Oh wait, there's more. Here's what he has to say about people that are looting in California. Oh, I'll find this for you. Every power at my disposal. It's not open. It's in Los Angeles. It's all over. I mean, it's terrible. It's in places that you wouldn't even believe. But I will use every everything I can, every single power at my disposal, including sending as many federal law enforcement assets as required to restore safe, safety and peace. We will immediately stop. And some people say, oh, this is terrible. I can't believe it. You know, these people are killing people when they go into the sewers. You'll have 300 young people who are not looking for a good future walk into a store, big department store, and just pillage it. And if you happen to be there when they're there, they'll knock the hell out of you and kill you in some cases. And we will immediately stop all of the pillaging and theft. Very simply, if you rob a store, you can fully expect to be shot as you are leaving that store. Makes sense to me. <laughs> this man is the president. <laughs> Freaking train to kill, man. <laughs> yep. I guess, I guess that's going to be what? The FBI? It's got to be right. <laughs> Homeland Security, maybe. I don't know. National Guard is <laughs> going to be instantly deployed <laughs> to shoot like paratroopers just <laughs> on standby for at a grocery store. <laughs> oh man, he's promised. He's promised. Didn't he just promise everything? It's not- Sounded like it. A hell of a campaign promise, isn't it? <laughs> he promises everyone leaving the stores will be shot. <laughs> Why do you say this stuff? Uh, I don't know. He's losing it. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, it's just the, um, it's the logistics aspect of this. Like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's not feasible. Yeah, unless, yeah just not. <laughs> like, unless you're going to expect, um, you know, our local police to shoot looters, it's going to be a new change in policy. I'm not seeing it. I'm just not seeing it. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Not a chance. All right. Let's get this thing back on the rails. A wife of a noble character is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is a decay in his bones. Proverbs twelve four. What's that mean? It means like if a man has a wife that is mean, then um it will make him um weak, but a strong, a nice wife. That hopes for him mm-hmm. will um, just make him better. 
Mm-hmm. Make them stronger, give them power. Mm-hmm. Do you think mommy's a good wife? Yeah. What makes her such a good wife? I think she's very loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the best, huh? Mm-hmm. Good job, buddy. <laughs> right on, man. Nail on the head. Absolutely. Or head on the nail. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show. Read them all.